Wrestling Tacos Podcast. I am one of the hosts, the Emosa Wawan Franco. I am the host, the bad guy, Nick H. Um, it's Thursday. It's September 5th, 2019. Hmm. One year. One year. One, One year. year. One year. One year. 365 days. 12 months. 52 weeks. How many hours? That's a good question. <laughs> How many minutes? <laughs> How many seconds? Uh, enough. Enough. It's just enough. Enough. Uh... Welcome to the one-year podcast. One-year podcast, you know what that means? What does it mean? Oh, we have a live set, sex celebration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're down right now. Live sex celebration, honor. <laughs> You're not able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. What? <laughs> um, where do you want to begin? Where it begins? I don't know. Um, December 5th, 2018. Covered all in. Covered all in. December 5th, 2019. Covering all out. <laughs> From all in to all out. All in to all out. Um, I guess just a thank you to everybody that listened this one year. Well, this one episode. We're all 65 episodes. Episode 65, right? Pretty sure 65. <laughs> Wrong. I have to check right now. Yep, this is episode 65. 65. The Fallout of All Out slash one year. So, what was your favorite moment? Of all out? No, of um, <laughs> <laughs> our one year. A podcast. By, uh, favorite. Exactly. How uh, can you choose favorite? <laughs> uh, what's your favorite episode? I mean, we had guests on. <laughs> we had guests on. Oh. Uh. Mmm. I'll just, I'll just say the one kick, the Kickstarter y'all. Episode from the first episode? I like episode two. Episode two sucked. <laughs> episode two? Oh, I was but sick. that was the best one? No, I was sick and I was a whole bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference now? You're doing it again now. <laughs> Who was your favorite guest? Um, goddamn. That's <laughs> what we gotta be, but we gotta be, um... You know, our favoritism. Favoritism... Um, it came down to this. <laughs> what was your favorite guest? Um, see, since it's all about favoritism, so I just go with Mr. Fuentes. Kind of biased that he's part of the brand now. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> this was a good episode. <laughs> this was a good episode. Uh, or we're just gonna go to ones that that I talked the most in. It's probably what the A threes. Hey, there's a dick, though. Um, that was a funny dick, though. The the one that made me cry. <laughs> Fuentes. The one that made me angry. Uh, Fuentes. <laughs> um, um, they're all great stories. Each. And so I want to point out that you had a favorite, and that was uh, Mr. Fuentes. What? What dick? You picked a favorite. Well, he paid me to say that. Wow. <laughs> wow. He gave me free CDs. <laughs> free tacos for life. Free tacos for life. Everyone's gonna come after me after the podcast. I mean, fucking dick. <laughs> How dare you choose just to say everyone? All our guests were good. All of them were great. Start off with the uh, Trinity Comics back in September. It's a pretty good one. Talk a whole bunch of wrestling. Crispin Wall. Crispin Wall. Uh, second one was uh, Zilla. Of course, that was a great one. He rapped. 
<laughs> he rapped in it. It was pretty good. He rapped in it. Showed us his uh, unreleased uh, material that he released a few months later. Yes. Pretty good shit. Then, uh, of course, Mr. Fuentes, who's part of the brand, got to know a lot more in uh, November. And um, he showed us true colors. <laughs> After the live video, he ended up talking more, real serious, and some good shit. Then, of course, we had uh, Raphael, who's part of the brand as well. <laughs> Pretty good one. Corpus Joker. Another good one. Uh, Rebel Edge, Damien Rourke. Good one. Uh, we had the Ghost Stories with Manny. Ghost Stories with Manny. That's, that's some good shit. And Ryan on the phone. And then Ghost Stories Part 2. And I think two days later. <laughs> what the hell? Ghost Stories uh, was pretty good. Pretty good shit. Wait for Part 3 come out. Uh, Wolf's Bane. Got, well, got a movie director on. And Raphael back on. And <laughs> <laughs> Raphael came back on. Some good shit. Uh, Black Domino. Talk a whole bunch of wrestling. San Antonio and part of his uh, rep yeah that was a good shit then uh, of course we had um, back in May A3 that's uh, probably my favorite one just cause of the, the way he was <laughs> complete dick expecting a was it a limo limo chicks, chicks alcohol <laughs> so we have Dr. B is that good drink my Dr. Pepper what dick he's like I don't like it he started drinking it he's like oh there's a there's a blue one? Oh, that's interesting that's interesting. I'll try it. <laughs> they don't like Dr. Pepper. What? Is, tell me more about your, <laughs> your religion. Found out why he fell in love with wrestling. Some good shit. Uh, Ronan Brooks was in June. He was very intimidating, so I mean, I don't know. Very intimidating. I was scared. You came in the last five minutes. I came in to save you. <laughs> and then July was uh, that guy Tom, Robzilla 2.0, and Nightmares. Pretty cool. I got to talk about a whole bunch of memes. His life. Memes. Nightmares. Zillow was joking. And that last one, Leoka. Leoka. Pretty good one as well. So, yeah. That was our guest. All 12. Guest. Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? What do you have planned? What do you have plan? What do you have planned? For... This is your last episode, man. This is my last episode. What do you have planned? It's going to be a, a brighter future. The what? It's going to be a brighter future. Brighter future? You got any population? What do you have planned now? I ended population. Oh, yes, yeah. Thank you for anybody that's listening. Thank you for all our guests. Um... Season two, we'll have stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I guess let's get two? to uh, fall the all out and um, the next UK. I'm gonna call Ruben real quick. You didn't watch uh, UK, right? You ever watched it? No. Oh, come on, man. I mean, that work. You watch uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called Tyler Bate and. Walter, it's a pretty good one. Hello? Hey, man. Uh, you ready? Alright, you're on. You want to get into, um... Did, you didn't watch uh, Takeover, did you? No, I didn't watch Takeover. Okay, well, I guess I'll just uh, run down the what happened. 
by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I opened up with uh, Noam Dar versus uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Travis Banks. Noam Dar picked for the win. Uh, Cesaro did like an open challenge and Leha Dragunov uh, answered. That was a damn good match. Cesaro finally showed off what he could do fully. And uh, he better be on NXT UK. That was some good ass match. Then uh, was a tag team. Huh? Uh, I've heard that he actually might stay down there. He better stay down there. Vince doesn't know what the fuck he's doing up there. Uh, Next up was a triple threat tag team match between Zach Gibson and James Drake, the champs, versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster versus Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang. And Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster picked the win. That match was pretty good as well. Then uh, after that was the last man standing match between Dave Mastiff and Joe Coffey. And Joe Coffey picked up the win. They uh, He broke the turnbuckle pad at one point. It was pretty good shit. After that was NXT UK Women's title. Tony Storm, the champion, defending against Kaylee Ray. And all three of us got that one wrong. Because Kaylee Ray picked up the win. No, bullshit. <laughs> I was laughing at that. I was like, wow, okay. And that was called Kaylee Ray. And finally, the match of the evening was NXT UK title Walter versus Tyler Bate. And uh, Walter picked the win. Tyler Bate uh, did an impressive show, and it was a very good fucking match. At yeah, one I remember, point, everybody's saying that that was an amazing match. Yeah, that was a match of the night for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know about match of the weekend, match of the night. All right, I want to get into uh, All Out. We don't know who match of the weekend was. Huh? We all know the match of the weekend was. What was it? That ladder match. I don't know, man. There was no ladder match. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Bros versus Young Bucks. Oh, the Escalada de la Muerte? Yes. Sorry, I can say it in Um, The buy-in. I did not list all of the participants because I am a dick. <laughs> I saw the buy-in last night. Oh, completely. Last night. I, I saw some of it the day of, but... I saw the buy-in. Uh, obviously, there was the Casino Battle Royale. Um, it got a lot of hate. I don't know why. I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, there wasn't many botches or anything like people were saying. Uh, there wasn't any, at least for me, many notable names other than the ones that were already announced. And then with Daniel Dashwood was really the only surprise, I would say, at least as far as the people that I knew. But I thought it was done really well. Uh, Nyla Rose eliminated 10 people. So, I mean, and she was one of the first ones out there. So, I mean, she just completely dominated, but in a way that, you know, people didn't turn on her. Um, and then they had uh, Rick Baker and uh, what's her name? Presley? Presley? Yeah, Bia Presley. Yeah, because, uh, you know, they continued. Because remember in the last show, you remember they, they went up against each other. Uh, they continued that whenever Priestley came out and Britt Baker actually got out of the ring attacked her and then dropped the whole uh, match you know it, they, they were telling that story you know they don't like each other so even whenever uh, Priestley got thrown over she held on to Britt Baker's arm and that's how Nyla Rose got the win so that's something of course going to continue uh, but Nyla Rose won uh she did it. I mean, like I said, she she dominated. It was 
pretty convincing, uh, especially when she did that little somersault thing on the, uh, or well, I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, she got thrown over the rope and she caught herself right from before her, her feet touched the floor, which to me was crazy because of how big she is. Like, just to see that was already like, you know, well, that's pretty cool. And then uh, Britt Baker and Reese were running to close liner off and she did this weird like somersault thing where she kicked both of them in the face. Which again, for how big she is, it, it was just like, oh my God. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that was a, a pretty good, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I really love that Priscilla Kelly was there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what, what was the, the Joker? What, what's her name? Uh, Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. Mercedes Martinez. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Now I don't know who that is, but when she came out, all right. Of course, as a Joker, you know she had to be a big deal. But I could see why, like after the match, why she was like the things that she was doing, and like even the scoop side slam that she did in that row was like that. So far, is like the only person to really pick her up that I've seen. Uh, and you know, just the way she was out there, like she has a lot of charisma. So I, I, I can see why uh, she would have been chosen. Like I said, I personally don't know her. But she wrestles a lot. It makes me want to see her more. She wrestles a lot in Texas and uh, at uh, Ladies Night Out, which is always at the reality of wrestling shit. It's cool. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. So but yeah, she uh, she's a she has a lot of charisma, and uh, she looks like she she can wrestle. So it was pretty cool, you know, to see her and see a bunch of other chicks too that I personally don't know, but after watching them, it's like, oh, okay, you know, that, that's pretty legit. Yeah. So uh, Nyla Rose picked the win. After that was uh, Private Party versus uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. That was a badass match, man. It was pretty good, yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty like, Private Party. We were right on that. Uh, they, they were something else. Like, I mean, you know, with, with Jack Evans and Angelico, of course, I thought, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, jumping around, a lot of flips, whatever, but Private Party did some things I haven't even seen before. And they made it look like they weren't even trying. Like, as far as, you know, the way that they did the moves. Uh, but they're really entertaining. And they're, they're showmen, you know. Uh, and then... You know how they do. Uh, it was cool how they did the uh, the heel turn for uh, Jack Evans and Angelico. Yeah, they just tackled. I, I didn't expect that coming. Tack right behind. Yeah, yeah the match from behind. And, uh, I think uh, it was Angelico. He put him in this weird like variation of like a figure four or something. I don't know what the hell it was, but whatever it was, it looked like it hurt. Uh, but yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, Everybody was flying around that damn match. There was a lot of near falls, but it was, uh, yeah, I, I think it was really good for a kickoff show, or for a, kick, you know, for a, a match to kick it off. Like that, that really got the crowd into it. How'd you feel about the match, Nick? What? How'd you feel about the match? This is, this is good. Got kickoff. Your, your guys, private party. My guys. Your boys. The boys. Boys. The boys. The boys. Z. Uh, to start off the show for All Out was SCU versus Jurassic Express. Oh, yeah. Who is Luke Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and uh, Marco Stunt. And, um, wow. This match was, uh, it was very impressive for Luchasaurus. I fucking enjoyed it. 
that dude, man, he is he's something else. Like to be that big and do some of the things he does, I have no idea how he does it. Um, I didn't watch, you know, as you guys know, I, I didn't watch the match. I got there late, but uh, I did watch the highlights of it last night, and yeah, almost every uh, highlight had him involved doing some type of some type of flip or a hurt run or something. And it's just like this dude is what, like six five, maybe taller. Yeah. He's the tallest he's of uh, NAEW. Like he's huge, and he does these things like. And the, I was watching, or I was on Twitter, and uh, there was a spot where, you know, Marco Stein jumped off, or did, you know, it was like a suicide dive, and the Jungle Boy did a suicide dive, and then uh, Luchasaurus went to do one, but instead of the actual suicide dive, he like did a pause on the rope to jump off and do a flip, and he was getting so much crap for that that he stopped. And it's just like, do you not realize how big this guy is? <laughs> you know? Like, and he, and yeah, he's not trying to just do a jump out of the ropes. He's trying to do a flip. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. People kind of, I think they're being a little unfair there, but, oh, great match, man. And then, of course, SCU. I mean, fucking, like, uh, yeah, dude, that we already don't know. <laughs> Daniels was uh, doing the floss very aggressively. To uh, Marco yeah, Stunt. Yeah, I saw that. It was pretty <laughs> disgusting. I wanted to see a you know, 48, 49 year old man do that. But, you know. Uh, SCU yeah, picked up the win with the double moon, best moonsault ever. Mm-hmm. The BME. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. very, very impressive. And, uh, and at the end of the match, they held all their hands up and, and everything, you know, trying to get them over. Yes. I mean, not that they need it because they're already. Everybody loves them, but. Luchasaurus is a star. He is a star. Luchasaurus is a star. What? Luchasaurus is a star. Oh, yeah. I was about to say louder, son. Louder. (laughs) Uh, After that was uh, very early Pac versus Kenny Omega. You know, for a match with, like, no build-up. Like, absolutely no build-up or anything. I mean... uh, it was better than I expected. I expected it to be great, just because of the two of them. But nah, man, like it, it definitely uh, it exceeded my expectations for it. I mean, like I said, my expectations are already high, but I thought they did even better. Uh, Box an asshole. He's definitely a bad. <laughs> or pack. I'm sorry, pack. Everybody was called pack. How'd you, how'd you feel about Kenny Omega losing? It? So oh, how'd I feel about uh, losing? How'd you feel about him losing? Hurts, um, start crying. <laughs> it, I think it was the right decision. You're, you're trying to build up Pac. Oh my god, I hate Pac. Pac. I'm just gonna say Pac. You know, you're trying to build up Pac. And it's you got build up first show with AEW. <laughs> it's his first show with AEW. You, you have to have him win. And Kenny Omega, man, he's already so huge. I mean, I, I think he can continue to go on a losing streak and he'll still be Kenny Omega. You know I don't think Bean Puck would have done anything to his career. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's already done so much that it's not gonna, it's not gonna derail him at all. How many? Uh, and then I like the whole, you know, ever since he came to AEW, it's kind of been a fun kind of thing or whatever. How many matches has he, uh, has he lost in AEW? Probably, what, two? Maybe. He lost this yeah. one, he lost against Jericho, and then he, he, he won with the Young Bucks, right? He won the Young Bucks. Yeah. So he's lost two matches and won one. He beat, what was that? Of course, he 2-2. He won another match, I forgot the wrestler's name, though. 
Okay, so I mean, but even then, it's still trying to imply, right, that he's on this funk or whatever. Which to me, it's either going to build up this huge, you know, babyface run, right, or the whole underdog thing, or it's going to lead to a heel turn. It's going to be a heel and turn. I, and yeah, and <laughs> that, that's what I'm thinking. But I mean, I think uh, Kenny will make a heel turn. I think it would be pretty badass, dude. Imagine how he actually signed to WWE before AEW. Had he gone on to have this uh, losing streak? Imagine how pissed off yeah. everybody would be. Yeah. Like right well, now. WWE, they don't, they don't do, like, they, they've tried to do, you know, these whole things, like, where they're in a rut or, you know, they, they're on these losing streaks or whatever, but they don't book it right. And they don't tell the story right. I mean, they, they... So they just make it, they just make it seem like, man, this guy really sucks. They told, <laughs> you know? they told the story of AJ Styles, right? Didn't he lose like a couple of his matches when he first got there? Roman Reigns, uh, uh, to Jericho, to fucking Jericho at WrestleMania. What the hell? WrestleMania. The guy lost Fanny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jericho's their former talent, and he put himself over with the help. Admittedly, though, I mean, it's AJ Styles. Again, like nothing he can do. I don't think there's anything he can do that can make him look bad. Wrestling wise. Cut his uh, cut his hair out of nowhere right now, probably yeah. Cut hair. <laughs> Go back to. The God, I, I wish he would cut his hair to the way he had it in New Japan. <laughs> don't get me wrong, he has amazing hair. Like I don't know what conditioner shampoo he uses, amazing. But I think he's better because he does look like a soccer ball. Um, Pac picked up the win against Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega did not tap out. He passed out. Um, see that that's another good thing too. You know, it didn't. It, he can't say he gave up, right? He passed out, or you know, in, in that great, it, it put him to sleep. He didn't tap out. He didn't get pinned. So that's another way too that it kind of protects him from looking bad, anyway. Oh man, I'm still gonna be uh, in the crowd saying, "You tapped out. You tapped out." The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and dude, in that match, those suplexes were freaking brutal. Oh yeah. Like in the last couple minutes when they were good, like. Oh my god, they're like snapped. Like, that was badass. And then whenever Pot did the whip that flip off of the turnbuckle, onto the side, you know, when we were there right and you saw it, he like hit his leg on the on the uh the barricade on the railing. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought he really hurt him and that was the leg that he had it you know, he had that extra pad on because I think you just recently hurt it. Yeah. So I was like, Oh man, he probably really hurt himself. It's scary. Damn. Uh, Pac versus Omega. How how do you follow that up with a triple threat death match type? The Cracker Barrel. Class. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel Cracker Olympics. Barrel. It's, uh, it's Joey uh his match. Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby All In. It opened up with Darby. Uh, Darby All In having a when he saw the biscuits. The biscuits. <laughs> Elbow Darby <laughs> Allen uh, having a nameplate for Jimmy Havoc. They fucked yeah, up. Yeah, at least they tried to fix it. <laughs> I mean, you know, a couple minutes too late. He was already in the ring, but <laughs> you know, that's just their production issues. That hopefully by the time they're on TV, they get that fixed because they keep having little things like this happen. But I mean, overall, man, I mean, it it, it, it doesn't bother me. This this was my match of the night. The skateboard. The, the skateboard Dude, it was fun. amazing. It was amazing. There's a lot of people, man, who don't. I love hardcore matches. This one didn't even have blood, really. You know what I mean? And people were still like, oh, that's too much. I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Like, it, it was a perfect, to me, it was a perfect amount of violence 
Uh, except for Darby Allen. Darby Allen is a freak. <laughs> he likes to Every time I see this man, I get scared for him. But at the same time, I have that trust in that he knows what he's doing. So I try not to get squeamish, you know. But like when he, you know, he jumps off the, he does that coffin drop with the barrel on his back on the steel step. <laughs> that, you know, that took him out the rest of the match. Like, <laughs> that's how bad that was. Jesus. You know, but oh my God, it was amazing. You know, and, you know, the whole, uh, personally, I don't really care for the staple gun because I don't see the staple. Yeah, let's zoom in. not stapling himself, I don't like that. I want him to staple himself. But the paper cut thing, I, I, I think, was a good angle. I know you, you know it didn't look that good, but I, I like the the idea of that. Um, I like the whole we're gonna put thumbtacks in Jimmy Havoc's mouth, tape him, and then jump on him. You know, and he, I think he really did have thumbtacks in his mouth because he took off the tape and he like put it into his hand and threw. I was like, scope like, no, so Pretty sure he had. Him. Um, I thought it was really good, and then the whole skateboard thing. The you skateboard know, was badass. He was dressed like he chops at Hot Topic, man, but I guess he acted like it was the skateboard. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I've never seen it. I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like that. And uh, those were real contacts because they were in Joey Chalilla's back. They let him go through airport security with that skateboard. Yeah. It's pretty good shit. I'm about to go buy a skateboard and do that. <laughs> Next death, uh, death match. It was definitely uh, a really good, like as far as the hardcore match, it was it was really good. Uh, and then it was surprising that Jimmy Havoc won. And, and I think that was the that whole was thing uh, with AEW. It, a lot of these matches surprising, got wrong. But there were surprising finishes, but that's what's cool about it, though. Is that you, can, you can't really say you know who's going to win. Even with the, with the main event, there was an argument, you know, to be made for either or. So it, it's pretty cool that they... And, uh, you know, like, they mix it up a little. You know, maybe they know what most people are thinking or, or what, but like this, you know, everybody thought Darby Allen was going to win. I was pretty damn sure Darby Allen was going to win. He's the one that's been built up to be this star. And Jimmy Havoc won his first match. His first match that he's won. This is his third loss, I believe. Uh, this is uh, Darby Allen's third loss. No, well, sec- no, second loss because the first one was a draw. He had a draw, a loss, and now, now another loss. Um, but as far as the one-on-one competition, he just has a draw. Yeah, uh, that was the other spot with Joey Janela in the steel chair. And uh, he flipped him, does monkey flip. That was a pretty good spot. That was pretty bad. That was uh, hilarious. <laughs> but he's just, there, sitting, he's just sitting there like, yep, doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, Havoc won, he pinned Janela. And then after that was Dark Order versus Base Friends. Your favorite Dark Order? Uh, this was my least favorite match. <laughs> and it sucks because it's Best Friends. <laughs> I think uh, in ring, it was really good. It started off really slow, and then they kept playing to the whole, you know, Dark Order is going to dominate, and the best, you know, they're not going to let. Uh, I think the whole time it was Tremperetta getting his ass kicked, and they kept teasing the tag. With Chuck Taylor, but you know the Dark Order could bring him back, whatever. Which I thought was pretty good. Good work. Um, I think it, this was to me. I mean, I, it was the worst match on the card. But I don't. That's just, to me, 
it, it wasn't the worst because of who's involved or what went on in the match. I think what it is is you had the excitement of this hardcore match, and then you get brought back down. You know what I mean? Or like you, you kind of cool off. Um, because I think ultimately, I, I like the Dark Order. Their gimmick's weird. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the perverts I'm not gonna say that that is a great gimmick. I, I don't think it is. I think it's. I think they're. But I think in ring, they're really good, especially. What's his name? Evil Uno? Yeah. Oh, as big as he is, you know, do some things. Um, and Stu Grayson's pretty good. Of course, the best friends are great. The best um, friends are amazing. I think they had a pretty good match. Yeah, I, I think they had a really good match. Um, it's just the hype died down because there was a hardcore match. You know what I mean? You don't follow up <laughs> a skateboard cover with thumbtacks with a regular tag team match for the most part. Um, oh. But I do like that their creepy perverts weren't as uh, involved, I guess. Like, the only time they were involved was with the, the finish instead of throughout the whole match, uh, which I know was a, something people complained about a lot. Uh, and then, of course, you know, so, okay, so the Dark Order wins, but we got to talk about the greatest debut, right? Yeah, lights turned off and the fiend was in the ring. What the fuck? Yeah, all you heard was. <laughs> oh shit. Go to person. Orange. Uh, Enforcement Cena Punk wasn't there. But Orange, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Let's have this pocket as usual. Freshly squeezed. Freshly. And yeah. the best friends uh, give him a hug. Uh, they give him a hug. He put his hands in his pocket. And then they had the greatest bro hug ever. <laughs> he just stood there like all. He didn't even have to take his hands out of his pockets for it to be that great. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Nick and, and Franco, next time you guys hug, make sure you get a third guy in there hook with his, uh, <laughs> his hands in his pockets. <laughs> and it'll feel iconic. Uh, Dark Order just really bores me. They're the first, first people signed. To AEW that bore me. Uh, they're good in the ring, but it's just boring their gimmick. But they did uh, pin the uh, best friends, so they get the the first tournament buy-in. I don't know what the fuck that is, but yeah. I think uh, I think once the weekly show starts and you see more of them and they're actually able to do more, I'll get more borders. It may be a little bit better. I, I like. So the way I see it is, okay, so they've had these events, but they're not weekly, so you don't see them all the time. They're not on the road to All Out, you know, or, or the roads to wherever. So, of course, you have the stars that you already know, and then you have the stars who you may not have known, but they at least talk. You know what I mean? And then you have these guys who I haven't heard them say a damn thing. You know, and yeah, their in-ring is great. But you don't know who they are. All you, the only thing you hear is, "Oh, they have the creepy purpose. The creepy purpose. You know, which is not really the best thing. That there was even a chant for creepy pervert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the first time you'll ever hear that in wrestling. But I think once they're on the weekly show and they're able to actually flesh out the characters more, it'll be more enjoyable. I don't think it'll be for everybody, but I think it'll be more enjoyable for people who are kind of like, eh, you know, like I'm not sure. Um, but I mean, I, I like them. They're not my favorite type thing at all, but I, I like their, their in-ring to me is good enough for me to be like, okay, you know, I can dig 
uh, <clears throat> after that was Riho versus Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. Yes. Uh, Riho, man. Riho. That chick's an underdog. <laughs> 98 pounds. Jesus. Twig. <laughs> 98 pounds. Uh, she's something else. So she's been wrestling since she was nine. She's only 22. And I think she's been on every show so far. Um, she's really I think good. Even she, uh, she pinned Nyla Rose. The last event. I think it was a triple threat. And she's the one who got the pin. And I don't even know if she has a finisher because every match that she wins, it's by one of these crazy pins. Yeah. And as far as in this match, it was pretty, pretty fast paced. Um, I thought Hikaru Shida was going to win. She has the look of somebody who would have been the champ or competing for the championship, but I think that's a good way that they built this underdog story for her. I mean, I don't know if she will be the champion, but she did do a pretty creative pin to beat Hikaru uh, Shida, and now she's going to be the one to face uh, Nyla Rose for the uh, women's championship. Who was winning that match? I don't know, man. Uh, it, again, it, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, you can go either way with some of these matches. Uh, you can give it to Riho, who you've built up as this underdog. She already has, she already has two of these out of nowhere pins that actually, you know, win the match. And she's already done it in Nyla Rose, so you can have her do that. At the same time, you have Nyla Rose who is built up as this you know this monster and she just dominated this battle royal or battle royale and she's already lost to Rico so she destroyed <laughs> she's lost so you can go either way um and that's purely from a wrestling standpoint I know there's a lot of people who you know Nyla Rose is transgender so there's a lot of people who are like hey good for her but she should not be the first women's championship because she's transgender you can also look at it as wow, you know, the first transgender woman in wrestling to win a championship. You know, there's a bunch of different ways you can look at it, both in wrestling and outside of wrestling. Uh, I, I have no idea. Who, who? Uh, I would I would be safe in just saying Nyla Rose. Who do you want but, to win? <laughs> look, I, I don't I don't I don't care. I think you can't go wrong either way. I mean, well, you can go wrong either way, but I think the wrongs are more of an outside wrestling which I'm not really concerned about you know what I mean for me it doesn't it doesn't bother me so it, it wouldn't matter to me I ultimately man I think whoever wins is not going to be chapter one because I feel like Britt Baker is going to be the face of that of that division Bebe. so yeah Britt Baker baby so that being said sure. uh, Rio is winning the, yeah. the women's championship real <laughs> yep <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I said, ultimately, man, I think Bert Baker is gonna come up here, be the face, anyways. Bert so, Baker, and then when oh, ever CM Punk comes back and AJ Lee comes back, AJ Lee is gonna be the face. Comes back? Huh? Comes back? <laughs> when CM Punk yeah. comes back and AJ Lee, he brings AJ Lee with him. <laughs> AJ Lee, both at the same time. It's a contract yeah. deal. I would say uh, Nyla Rose just to disagree with you, Nick. What? How dare you? <laughs> What'd you say? I said Nyla Rose just to disagree with Nick. Oh, uh, because he chose Rio. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, man, I don't think you can go bad with, you know, 
any opinion outside of it, you know, it, it's outside of wrestling as far as why, you know, why she shouldn't win. But purely wrestling. I mean, she is a monster. She's the she's the only one there, really, besides Awesome Kong. And I feel like Awesome Kong is gonna have, well, they you know they already teased with the Aja Kong, and you know Brandy has his stuff with Ali going on. So I, I don't think they're gonna go straight into the picture. At least not yet. Brandy better not go into the picture at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. She actually, uh, you know, going back to the casino battle royale, she she's she's improving. Uh, yeah. She actually had this little spot, and she even pulled off a stunner. And actually made it look good. I'll give it to her. She's improving. Yeah, but you don't want to see the the main person of the women's division, the one that's in charge of it, going and getting the title. You wouldn't? I don't want to see that, no. She can do the heel character right, dude. I think it can be good. Uh, after this was Tully uh, Tully Blanchard what the fuck uh, god damn it John Spears with Tully Blanchard versus Cody Rhodes with MJF man I had no idea what the hell you were trying to throw up right there <laughs> <laughs> um, so first off with this match we have to talk about Port Barrow uh, being scared by the pyro uh, no, first off we gotta talk about uh, Sean Spears uh, being a legitimate badass after uh, living to really within three months after what? After leaving WWE within like a few months, he's been built up as a yeah. legitimate badass. Three, three months? Yeah. It's only been about three months, and he's already been built up to be, if not main event level, he's in the upper card. Like, he's not this stupid uh, bullshit perfect 10 anymore that I really like that gimmick. No, he's a sure man. I didn't, he's I, I, he's I didn't, a sure man. Like he's, still, he's still, you know, does like a perfect 10 thing, but he's not a happy. Nah, he's not perfect yeah, 10, he's he, perfection. Perfection. He's Dolph yeah. Ziggler. I don't <laughs> really like him. I really like him now. Uh, I think they did a good job building him up. I personally think he should have won. He should have won. But, again, I think it's another one of those things where you can kind of make an argument for both. I think it can continue the feud, which eventually could lead to an MJF turn. Why do we keep saying turn? He's like the biggest heel in wrestling. No, we say turn. But, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, man, Sean Spears looked great. I, I thought he looked good. Uh, totally Blanchard is something else for his age. and he, Like, I told you, he's a creepy old man. And he continued it. He was not afraid to get dirty. And in this match, Arn Anderson came out, pulled off a pretty damn good spine buster. <laughs> you gotta think about this. This is a move that almost every big dude does in almost every match. And the fact that with Arn Anderson, it got such a big pop, that just shows how much of a legend he is. And Sean Spears sold the hell out of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how old Arn Anderson is. 90. But I'm sure it didn't hurt that much. But Arn Anderson so deep, man, he, he did his best uh, Dolph Ziggler impression. Just, you know, switching around in the ring. <laughs> is that uh, what you got, old man? <laughs> the entrances on it, them. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I know there were some things I think that should have changed besides the finish. Uh, I love Errol Hebner. I didn't like that it took him so long to do a count because then that took away from the story. Um, I thought it was really weird that Arn Anderson left and Tully Blanchard's following him, like, what's you know, whatever, what's going on. And then he doesn't follow him, but he leaves out the other exit, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Because, for one, why would you not follow him? And I'm then, two, 
why did you leave completely? <laughs> like, it made no sense. Uh, but as far as the match, man, it started off great. You know, I mean, as soon as Cody Rhodes got in there, he ran out. I'm did sorry, Cody Rhodes. Just Cody. I can't say Cody Rhodes. <laughs> um, he, you know, as soon as he got in there and he ran out, started beating up uh, Sean Spears before the bell even rang. Uh, it got the crowd back up, you know, pumped up again. Uh, I thought it was really good. And then the whole tease with MJF was really good, too. You know, where he's holding the chair and everybody's like, oh, man, he's going to turn, he's going to turn, whatever, he's going to hit him. And he just throws the chair like, nah, not going to. It's my best friend, man. <laughs> I just hope they keep building. You know, that he would not do a heel turn, even though he's already a heel. I keep hoping, you know I'm I mean? hoping they build that up to where he never turns on him. It's Cody that does the turn instead. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a trip. But, like, that'd you know, MJF's not face, doesn't go to a face small either. I honestly, man, man, are you working for AEW? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That'd be pretty good shit. Anyways, I like the entrances on both of them. With Spears, his theme song's pretty badass. Yeah. And uh, it just opens up with him on, you know, sitting down on the chair. Just them zooming in on him, his uh, teal tights. His contacts, man. Like, his, yeah. His whole entrance itself, but the way he looks now... He looks like a like a top guy. Like he's gained muscle. You know, he has like a sleeve going on, cut his hair, whatever. Just the whole look that he has now is, I think. I mean, so the look itself was already like, okay, this dude's different. And then you add in the fact that you know he's this big heel now, and he has the Luke Blanchard with him, like. I think, yeah, he, he's at the top, man. He's, he's one of the top heels in the company. And it's so crazy because in WWE, he wasn't doing a damn thing. Never won so a that, single... That a couple months ago. Did he win a single title in WWE? No, right? I don't think so. Well, uh, that's... I don't like him in WWE because I don't like the Perfect Ten shit. And he's, uh... I guess WWE was talking about back in the ring because in the ring, I didn't see anything special. Now it's like, okay, he's gotten better in the ring, I guess. And his whole heel gimmick is fucking awesome. Well, I think his thing was, like, as far as in-ring, he's very average. Like, that's what it's always been. He just never had a character. So I think in WWE, you know, they tried making him this, you know, happy dude and, oh, you know, Perfect Ten. I think Perfect Ten has always been his thing. But I think with WWE, they try to make it, like, a happy, you know, all, you know, going all around or whatever. And I I didn't like it. I didn't like the name. I, I didn't like the whole gimmick of it. Um, I thought it was stupid. But then he comes to AEW, and like I said, he comes with a whole different look. And even when he was, you know, when he debuted at Double or Nothing, you could tell it was different. Like he wasn't jumping around, doing the tan, and you know, whatever. And it was like, okay, I dig this. And then after he became the chairman, uh, yeah, I I loved it, man. I, I think he's really good. I think he's improved in ring to a point like I don't think he's ever going to be great he's going to be a slower you know type of type of wrestler but yeah man I, I think what he's done with AEW has been really good and uh, I'm excited to see what they do with him next or if they just continue this view so I'll point out Cody's a fucking nerd his entrance oh, yeah. Cody is a fucking nerd his entrance was Star Trek hey <laughs> leave him alone like I'm, I'm not a Star Trek uh, guy 
It's funny though because uh, MJF at the start of the show did a promo or uh, like a backstage interview saying that uh, a fan called him a nerd. He's not a nerd. Like, this motherfucker comes yeah. out just as Star Trek for Cody. You're a nerd. <laughs> Cody came out as Snake from Metal Gear once, and for those of you who don't know, that's my favorite video game franchise. So I won't say anything bad about Cody ever. <laughs> um, came out as Star Trek, and uh, he brought his dog Pharaoh, and uh, they had Pyro, so let's get the dog. They also had Brandy and uh, DDP. Yeah, Brandy and DDP. I was uh, very sad that the dog got scared. He was okay. Yeah, but he just got like thunder. They all shit what the fuck's that? <laughs> um, yeah, again, Cody picked up the match, picked up the win. MJF did not turn or did not attack. Uh, after that was Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. Match of the weekend, man. Like, honestly, dude, you're probably the greatest match of the year, at least to me. I don't know, man. That I don't match know. was amazing. That match was amazing. They've wrestled six times this year, I think. Maybe this might be the seventh time. And I've seen, what, three of those matches, maybe? And I can see where some people are like, hey, oh, man, I'm tired of seeing these guys. You know, it's always them, whatever. And I, would, I came into it excited, you know, because it's like, well, you know, they don't put on bad matches. You just get tired of seeing them. But then you had the ladders, and it was like, okay, how's this going to go? And you saw it, man, me and Tiff freaking out because they're doing things that it was like I have I've never seen some of these things that they've done. And then when you add in at the end of the match how, you know, they pull off uh, Pentagon's mask and, and you know, they do they, do, they were doing these different things that it was just like, wow. It, I think it's a good way to end their feud. Um, but that match left me speechless. If you had the reactions on the camera on my reactions on that one, there was a lot of times I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the reactions are going up probably... I think I upload them right now, actually. So I'll yeah. be on our uh, YouTube channel, Ross and Tacos Podcast. It's about an hour and a half of reactions. Um, there was a whole bunch of spots on here. Uh, one of them was Kane Destroyer off of the ladder onto a table. That's like a big gift right now. Uh, yeah, Pentagon did it to one of the young bucks who uh, was it Nick Jackson. I think it was Nick, yeah. And it looked like he was about to miss it, but he didn't. It was pretty good. Um, yeah. One of the Jacksons fell off the ladder and uh, hit his leg on the <coughs> ropes. And looked like he bust himself open. His head slammed it, uh, into the first table. It was just a nasty bump. Uh, he, he died. And then, <laughs> he died. Yeah, the man died. <laughs> and then the other brother, you know, is there, and I think it was Phoenix that might have dropped him on something, but I don't remember it completely because it was it to me it over it's overshadowed by how the first bug fell. But this one fell, I think, on like uh, that little metal part that holds up the ladder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever it was, it was nasty. The last two bumps were disgusting. That- that one was Pentagon pushing him off, and that was a wow. Just Pentagon? Yeah. Okay. That was one where uh, I think Matt Jackson uh, did some moves to Ray Phoenix and then ran through the underneath the ladder and speared Pentagon. That was pretty, cool. pretty good shit. Whole bunch of what, eight or nine flips off of ladders. Yeah. Whole bunch you of good know, shit. It, it was it was great. Uh, it was great, 
and I think it was about time for the Lucha Bros to win. It was, it was for the AAA Tag Team Champions, which I, I personally think uh, on the weekly show there will be the you know AEW Tag Team Championships. There's also going to be AAA. That's what I'm because I feel like some of these teams are going in different directions. You know what I mean? But uh, so Lucha Bros won. Right, they're the champs, and. Afterwards, uh, uh, Bill Clinton made his debut. And, uh, yeah, JFK and Bill Clinton <laughs> made their uh, debut and beat up all teams involved. And of Bill course, they uh, they removed their mask to show that they were was it Santana and Ortiz? Yeah, Santana and Ortiz LAX. Which I think they're gonna be using LAX. I think it's uh, owned by by uh, Impact. If I'm by not mistaken. They might, I think they might still be able to say Land America Exchange, but not LA, I'm not sure. They, but they announced them as uh, Tito, um, Santana and Ortiz. They just said it as that, right? Yeah. So they, might right. Have, uh, they might have another name. Uh, you know, I guess we'll see from there, but I thought that was a great debut, too. Uh, I think that was a pop of the night. Uh, That's a pop of the night. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, after that was the main event of the evening for the inaugural AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Chris Jericho versus Hangman Adam Page. Now that was... So... Some cowboy I, shit. Uh, you know, when you watch Chris yes. Jericho, right, he's, he's bigger now, he's older. And I didn't have too much hope for him to put on that great of a match. Because if you've seen the past couple of matches, it's a bunch of smoke and mirrors, right? Like he's doing things that make it look like he's good, or you know, doing something good, but he's not, or, or the other wrestler is the one helping him out. You know, especially like a Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega can make anybody look good, right? So I was a little concerned because I didn't know how it was going to go with Hangman. I don't, I didn't, you know, before AEW, I don't really know Hangman, and then. You add that with the fact that Hangman hasn't really gotten over, you know, as this baby thing. Uh, I was kind of worried. And it started off real slow, like Chris Jericho style. But, damn. Uh, as soon as, to me, as soon as Hangman punched Jericho and busted him open, I think that's when the match changed. Jericho started nailing every move he was doing. Uh, storytelling was really good. The near falls were really good. There were there had been two or three times that we thought for sure Hangman had it. Uh, Chris Jericho picked out, and uh, I may be the only person that really liked the Judas effect as a finishing move. I know people hate it because they're just like, oh, it's just a running elbow, or whatever. But watch this match and watch this finish. This will show you why that is a good finishing move. It come out of nowhere. And if you don't think it's good, you try getting hit by a running elbow. It'll hurt. So, and Chris Jericho is our uh, inaugural AEW champion. He's a first ever AEW world champion. How's that make you feel, Nick? Right. Page, Hangman Page lost. <laughs> How dare you. He's getting the title one day. He's getting it. He's going to get that bread. I think eventually Hangman is going to get it. Uh, I think he shows he has the potential. He's just not ready. And then it just doesn't make 
business sense. He's 28 and, years and, old. He needs to, like... I, I think someone put on uh, Twitter earlier, him and uh, Cowboy Jim Storm uh, should form a tag team. And, my God, I did not know I want that until they pointed that out. Him and, and Jim Storm will be pretty badass. Cowboy yeah, shit. That, that <laughs> but he, he'll yeah. get that title eventually. Before he retires. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely going to win eventually. Uh, like I said, this match so showed me that he can be one. Just not now. You know, I, I think give it a, a year. At, at least a year. If it were up to me, I'd do a couple years. But at, at least a year, I think. Get more people behind him. Get more people to know who he is. And then it'll make more sense. Um, but as far as this, you know, a month from now, or a month from today, you know, they have their weekly show starting or whatever. You want somebody, everybody knows. Even the casual wrestling fan will be like, okay, I know Chris Jericho. And some people might think it's super critical because they'll say, oh, you know, WWE, you know, they bring in these old people and, you know, they put them over whatever, over younger talent. I find it in a different situation because Chris Jericho reinvents himself so much. It's not really the same thing. And even though he is old, he can still do a lot of this stuff. For the most part, he can hang with these young guys still, you know. So I think it's a little bit different. But uh, I thought it was really good. And then, of course, you want a heel champ. You get a heel champ, and you get all these baby faces coming after him. It builds up those, those stories, you know. Uh, and then after he won, he cut some pretty good promo. Uh, going backstage, you know, he's going back and forth with the young bugs, you know, saying, like, no. But congratulations, that all you got to say to me, you know, everybody should be thanking me, still going with this, you know, everybody needs to thank me thing, which I, I love. Fuck some Jericho. Berating everybody <laughs> in the library, and hey, shut up, don't shush me. You stupid idiot, he's all you. It's amazing, man. I've worried about you, idiot. He's always uh, like, crumbling about the olives and whatever, he's popping champagne all over this, the dude. He's always just... He's drinking it off. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> amazing heel work. Um, yeah, I, I love that. The after uh, show. I'm, I'm excited. The after show we saw, and it also had uh, Hangman Page being interrupted by Puck. So they're going to go with that feud yeah. now. Yeah, he says they are, you know, we have unfinished business. Yeah, yeah, the rubber is on hold. This is the reason why I came back, you know, for why I showed up. Um, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm glad that they're going to do that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it was a, to me. It was a great show. Um, people were saying, you know, NXT takeover and uh, the NJPW ones were better, or whatever. I see that every time AEW has AEW is so hyped up. I, you know, people are naturally gonna hate on it. Um, but I think it was a great show, and I think it was it was a good way to lead into this into the weekly shows that's gonna be coming. They also announced their next uh, pay-per-view, which is November 9th? 9th. Yeah, uh, Full Gear. Yeah, that name uh, is so fucking stupid. At, <laughs> look, at this point... Metal Gear. No, but At this point, unless they're like NXT, where everything is takeover, at this point, takeover. you know, they're going to be AEW and any other promotion that is a pay-per-view is just not going to have good names. <laughs> it, it's I, just not going. Just because of the Full Gear challenge with the Hangman page, I think that name is so stupid. I'm like, damn it. Like, y'all can pick a better name than that. Hey, it is better than Great Balls of Fire, though. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. It is. I don't know about yeah, that, man. 
Great Balls of Fire. Yes, yeah, Great Balls of Fire has a song after it. And then also, there is something completely skipped over, and I didn't see it until last night, but they are teasing a new guy coming. Uh, Wardlow? Yeah, yeah, Wardlow, at the beginning of the show. Yeah, so at the beginning of the show, or during the buy-in, they teased him. Uh, I haven't heard of him, and from when I was searching things, there isn't too much about him either. He's not a huge name, but that, even with that name, it's a pretty dumb name. The guy himself, though, he looks like he's doing pretty good. As far as like a like how how you would if you were to go to create a wrestler and you weren't a crazy dude, that is how you make. Him. He's this big buff dude, which they don't have many. They don't have many big guys. Luchasaurus is the biggest one. Picture. Yeah, Luchasaurus, but they don't have many big guys. That's why they're bringing Kaz XL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Really hope not. Oh, okay, Kaz, Kaz is okay. Just don't bring Enzo, please. Hey, did you see that with Triple H? Then? Yeah, I saw, I saw that. It was, uh... This man legit called out Enzo. That <laughs> <laughs> is amazing. Um, so, yeah, they're bringing this Wardlow guy. Uh, he was, like, with his girlfriend or whatever, and he gets attacked by these three guys, and, of course, he kicks their ass. Yeah, no, it, it was kind of weird. It was in slow motion. He Even the last dude jumped, and slow motion if he like catches him by the neck and does a choke slam I thought that was kind of dumb that one was hilarious like it, it was dumb in the sense that it was funny like I'm not hating on it I think it's funny that it, you know whatever I think it'll be pretty cool I'm, it, it got me interested like wanting to see who this guy is or what's gonna go on with him so you know that's pretty cool you know some people could look at it and be like it was too stupid or it's cheesy or whatever man I thought it was good like I said dumb but it was good so it got me interested in this guy. Um, I really, well, since you bring up Kaz, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad, I guess. He is in great shape now. Uh, he's turned his life around. So I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised with him. I'd be surprised if they ever thought about bringing Enzo. Hey, man, Enzo's a character. Uh, Enzo's a character. They need more characters. He's a character, man, but I don't like him. They, they could bring him in for as a manager role. Not wrestling wise, as a manager. Let's, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's just not. Or they could have him uh, rap the. Hoping, do the I songs. I we go to WWE. But. Nah, yeah, man, don't let him ruin an NXT. So, <laughs> what the hell? We don't need that shit. Huh? We don't need him ruining NXT for us. I'd rather have him ruin the NXT than AEW. <laughs> because it's only a matter of time before Vince ruins the NXT. Let's do uh, some predictions for the first show of October 4th of AEW. Sammy Guevara yeah. versus Cody Rhodes. Who's winning? Sammy. Yeah, that's pretty good shit. That's pretty <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I would say Cody, but yeah, that's actually not as easy as you would think. And Sammy's going to put on a great show, man. That dude... Man, that dude is something else. I'm calling uh, Sammy just because he's a local Texas guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still upset they didn't have Kip Sapien on the show or Sammy Guevara or MJF Russell. They uh, I kind of dig it though, man, because then when they do come out like that, you know, it's it's not uh, like they didn't want everybody to be on every show. And when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. 
but then I kind of dig it because it's not like WWE where it's the same people and then we're over here complaining about well, how come these guys haven't been on TV because if they're off you know one or two shows or whatever we see them again and it's they're, they're gonna get built up too Keep saying or they can be involved and it's not a match you know like with MJF so I don't know I do want to see Kip Sabian again though. Dude's fucking awesome. Yeah, I love that. Guy. I, I love that guy. I started saying dude and guy at the same time. So dude. <laughs> dude guy. Dude guy. Um, dude love. Dude love. <laughs> <laughs> that was all out. Overall, it was a damn good pay per view. Uh, I prefer it over NXT K Takeover Cardiff, but uh, if you haven't seen any of that, watch Tyler Bate versus Walter. Walter. That match was fucking awesome. Watch Cesaro versus Dragunov. Dragunov. Huh? That match was another good one. Get over it, you jag. Shake it off. <laughs> okay. But All Out was a pretty good show. I'm excited for the first show. October 4th. October 4th, not October 2nd. All Out. And, Wait, so uh, did we just go off and predict the first match of the first show and not even mention anything else on it? Uh, they have we already mentioned it, uh, Riho versus Nyla Rose for the women's title. Yeah, those are the only two matches that are confirmed so far? I believe so. Oh wow. I know the Young Bucks versus Private Party but I think that's like the third show. That's on the third show? Yeah, then John Moxie's wrestling on the yeah. second show or, third, or fourth that's show. Where, that's where I'm confused it's because I hear you know the matches that are being announced, whatever, but they're for later shows. So yeah. Right. They they need like there's Chris Turco's with the uh, with the two mysterious partners too, right? And I think that's probably like the second show. No, I think that's a. Yeah, it might be a second show. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, so I, I get what you mean. Like, there's only like two confirmed matches. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But yeah, Sammy Guevara is winning. Sammy Guevara is winning. Uh, Cody Rhodes not need that win. MGS probably uh, uh about Sammy Guevara. Imagine MJF and Sammy Guevara as a team. I'll love to see that. <laughs> They're so young, too, man. I actually want to see Kip Sapien and Sammy Guevara as a tag team together. Huh? I want to see Kip Sapien and Sammy Guevara as a tag team together. That'll be a good team. Dude, their match at Double or Nothing was, like, criminally underrated. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, it was an amazing match. Actually, so that was the first ever match I saw in AEW. Oh, no. uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know either of them. And it, you know, I, I didn't buy the pay per view that day, so uh, I was watching the buy in, and I had missed the uh, the battle royale at first. So I was like, okay, you know, what's on right now? And it was Kip Sabian, Sammy Guevara, dude. Oh God, <laughs> I I didn't know any. I didn't know either of them, and now I'm following the hell out of both of them just off of that match, you know. And of course, they built on it with. Stuff that they've done since, but man, like that's what really sold. You need to have more local indie shows. Yeah, Tommy Guevara's been wrestling over here for more fucking shows years. now, uh, which I mean they slowly are, and you know again uh, I'm hoping soon they're somewhere down here. Uh, the Land Heartthrob Gino is one you need to keep an eye on. The what? The Land Heartthrob Gino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you interviewed him before, right? Yeah, he's wrestling tacos approved. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, I gotta look more into his stuff because I never. Uh, did he say he's like second generation? Yeah, he's second generation. His uh, dad was Thunder Jay, is his name. You know how old he is? He's 23. Damn. He turned 23 in January. Okay. He's been wrestling yeah, since he was 13, I think he said, or 14. Damn. So going on 10 years. Yeah. What promotion is he with? He's a reality of wrestling. He was trained by them, and he's a trainer over there right now with Booker T. That's Booker T, yeah. Wow. H-Town. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, dude, okay, I don't know if y'all, you know, I know it's already kind of towards the end, but uh, Abby Ray got released. She requested her release from AEW. Yes. Uh, and Tony Khan confirmed that apparently for the past, what, month or two, she hadn't been on Twitter. She hadn't been on Instagram. She deleted her Twitter. And she deleted it, yeah. And so people were saying that she got an injury, an undisclosed injury, that may be a career break. So she requested her release. It was granted. Uh, there's no burnt bridges or anything like that, but she might not be able to wrestle again, which, I mean, I, I hope, as much as I hate Bailey's her gimmick, you know, they're basically the same thing. As much as I hate those gimmicks, I mean, I would not wish for the career stand, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really hope, you know, whatever it is she's going through, whatever injury it is, or whatever, I hope it's something she can overcome and continue to wrestle. But, if for whatever reason she's not able to, man, I mean, I'll give it to her. In AEW, you know, everything that she has done, you know, it, it was really good. I don't like the gimmick, but, you know, the, as far as her, and if she can't wrestle again, man, that, that's really sad. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, though, Casey caught caught some. The one that's with Ricochet, that's from American American Ninja Warrior NXT, got uh, requested a release yeah, from NXT. Sure. I don't remember how yeah, last same, name. Uh, similar thing. She had an injury and just not something. Uh, yeah, just not looking good. Yeah. So hopefully for both of those women, you know, they, you know whatever they continue to do, you know, whether it be wrestling or whatever else, wish them the best of luck. It's not a lot of potential. Yeah, well, great potential. Yeah, well, that was uh, everything from All Out and NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Um, thanks for listening. This is the last episode of Season 1. Anything you want to say, Nick? I love y'all. Okay. He loves y'all. Thanks for listening. We're going to take a little month hiatus and we'll be back for season two, October 4th. So be on the lookout on our social media at Rastin Tacos on Instagram and Twitter. Bye. Later.